No, they're steamed hams. This is Corey, and this is the Other Anthem podcast. Eat pull only for people who are on. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Early in Simpson shit. Uh, welcome to episode 398 of the Other Anthem podcast, coming to you from all over LA. But of course, Corey is there gentrifying Los Angeles one neighborhood at a time. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for listening on your podcast of choice. The easiest way anchor.fm forward slash Over the Anthem. Absolutely right. Uh, so. Uh, we are uh, recording this, our usual Monday record, uh, mm-hmm. but this is the week before Thanksgiving, and uh, there's lots of Thanksgiving stuff to talk about, so I thought we'd get right into that. Uh, you have a lot to be thankful for. <laughs> I do. Uh, something is different from this uh, Thanksgiving from last, so. Yeah. Uh, oh, one... your parents are coming to you, right? Is that the difference? <laughs> one more little mouth to feed is basically <laughs> Um. Luckily, to be fair, she does. She's not eating any of the turkey. So, and, you know, Rachel still is eating the turkey. She's eating for two. Real quick, apologies to anyone who's listening. Uh, Rob's microphone seems to be freaking out slightly. Is it really? Uh, yeah, it's doing that like clipping thing again. Oh, uh, it sounds fine on my end. Yeah, it's okay. Oh wait, 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 wait. I'm still muted. Okay, <laughs> uh, it was getting my mic through Zoom instead of my mic from my mic. So is that better? Uh, it still happened, but let's see what's going on. Maybe try okay. not to scream. <laughs> okay. I'll st- I'll back up if I have to scream. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, Rachel is eating for two because the baby's not going to eat any turkey. Yeah, maybe she, a little stuffing. <laughs> she can't have solid food yet, so uh, maybe next year we can put it in our NutriBullet. We can give her like a little stuffing shake. Oh, uh, listen. Um, <laughs> so like seven, eight months is when that starts to happen. When they start to eat food. Yeah, solid food. Yeah. Okay. So she'll be good for next Thanksgiving. She can have a little plate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And oh, some of that start stuff, a, at the very least. Listen, we can start a kid's table. We'll put Roberto over there <laughs> and the baby. And um, I mean, that's basically it. They can have like, their own little like uh, uh, lady in the tramp moment, and we'll uh, all the adults will be at the big table. That's assuming that Roberto's in town for that that period of time. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> so uh, before that, of course, with Thanksgiving, uh, uh, our warmest wishes to you and yours. And um, also, can we stop using the word Friendsgiving? We are, we're the, the senior millennials, the, the geriatric millennials are telling you, I prefer to do Thanksgiving with my friends over my family. Uh, you know, uh, if there's a Nazi at the table, I don't have to guess. It's Corey, of course. <laughs> um, I'm not related to him, so I don't have to feel bad about it. Um, and, I just I think everybody's like pushing these friends giving things. I'm like, listen, you had turkey, you had stuffing. It's a bunch of people. That's Thanksgiving. It's okay. It's okay. I've, I've also I've I've gone along with it in the past, but I also don't understand why you're losing the thanks to put in the friends. Yeah. Like, wasn't the first Thanksgiving just a bunch of friends? Like none of them were related. <laughs> they were none. Yeah. I don't know how much uh, relation was at that table. <laughs> It, re- it always uh, takes me back to one of my favorite Thanksgiving jokes ever. Uh, and, of course, if it's one of my favorite jokes ever, it came from King of the Hill, uh, <laughs> where Dale asked John uh, John Redcorn whether or not uh, he ever, if uh, the Indians ever celebrated Thanksgiving. And he replies merely, yes, once. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. So, uh but uh, warmest wishes to you and your all, uh, your Thanksgiving celebrations. Um, eat lots of turkey. Uh, tryptophan is not really what's making you tired. It's because you ate uh, four times what you would usually eat in a meal. That's why you're tired. Uh, but Thanksgiving, um, I try to make it a happy time of year. 
I try. Um, but y'all are ruining it. That's really what I want to say. Um, go on. It started, it started last year. Uh, and I, you know what, here's the problem. I get the tobacco companies. Now I get the gun companies because I said, you know what? You're right. We're in the midst of a pandemic. If it makes people happy, let's start celebrating Christmas in September. I don't care. Last all year. It's been a tough year, but you give them a fucking inch and they take a mile. And this year pandemic's over. Apparently, you know, uh, 700 people dead per day. But yeah, by the way, um, we've passed the number of people who died in 2019 or 2020 hmm. of COVID deaths in 2021. Weird. So weird, weird, weird how that happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we got a two month head start this month, this year, Corey, so it makes sense. You know, yeah. um, all the months were COVID months. Um, <laughs> but Christmas decorations were out at Halloween. And when I saw the first, I don't really go to Walmart. So it was at CBS. When I saw the first thing pop up, I said, all right, listen, um, I get it. You're overstocked from last year because nobody bought anything. People weren't coming in the store. So it's okay. Stick it out a little early. But then the music started and the whole thing has just erupted. And I just keep looking at people like it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. I, I am surprised, Corey. I think that if there was not an infant in your house, there would be a tree in your house. I think if there wasn't a me in my house, there would be a tree in my house. <laughs> well, I, also, we did the throw away the tree. The... <laughs> so you'd have to go get another one. No, we just we just uh, told her that we did that. Ouch. And then right. the only time we ever talk about it is here on the podcast, so we know she'll never find out. Oh, she's never going to hear it. <laughs> she'll never. She would know that she, the Christmas tree is in storage if she listened to the podcast, but she didn't. So there we go. Um, But yeah, so you think even if there was an infant, but there wasn't a Corey... Yeah, that there would be a tree up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember uh, years threatening her that if I saw the tree before Black December first, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. I think you were the first. I had to give a little bit. I think because we had a a weekend that was uh the end of Thanksgiving or the end of November. Like yeah. The thirtieth was on uh on a Sunday. She's like, well, but if I if I don't put it up this weekend, it can't be up till next weekend. So I gave, and then now it's now it's Black Friday. Um. I said I was going to throw it on the freeway if I saw it. And yeah, I, I'm surprised. I think we that has tried to curb uh, her enthusiasm, if you will, for the holiday. I also think it focuses it to just those couple of weeks. And every you're you're all I, I want to be giving in this time of year. Uh, I want to say if it makes you happy, do it. But at what point does my happiness around Halloween and Thanksgiving and it being ruined by your Christmas nonsense, uh, wh when do those two things like, like equal out? When when is it okay? I, I feel like giving you the whole whole itself. Listen, my mom's birthday is on the twenty second. Growing up, we didn't have a tree on our in our house till the twenty third because it was we're gonna celebrate my birthday and then Christmas starts. In, in For my, me, the first is huge. In my in my uh, in my household, the tree was gotten right before Christmas, like probably twenty third or twenty fourth. Was it your like, dad cursing like? It's a day before. You think they'd cut the trees? It'd be it'd be a discount. <laughs> we go and look at the one sad tree left in the lot. <laughs> Bucky the Wonder Tree. I, I'm a little surprised uh, it isn't like a discussion at the Baker household. Like you know, it's the 26. I feel like we should have a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, honestly, it's probably like we just like all at one point we just like look at a clock. Well, look at a look at a phone yeah, and be like, we go like, oh shit, it's the 20 23rd. Do you think we should get on this uh, tree thing? 
So it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it is pretty close to Christmas. And then, yeah, Corey, Corey and leaves his bedroom for the first time in a year, and he's like, oh what? It's still up. It's still up from last year. We're good. <laughs> well, I mean, normally it's up. Uh, you know, it's our Valentine's Day tree as well. Because <laughs> if you're gonna wait till the last minute to put it up, of course you're gonna wait until February to take it down. So absolutely, it and, only and makes really, sense. You just have to have it down by St. Pat's because you don't want drunk people stumbling around <laughs> the Christmas tree. That's really the thing. Starting fires. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, y'all stop ruining it. Just give give me this week. I, I you know I'm I'm I mean like re- really I just I, I just I, I agree. I I sort of think that holidays should be the stages between different, you know, like. I think holidays are traditionally seen as the opportunities to decorate. So, like, think yeah. about, like, if you went to Macy's or uh, Disney World or something, you know, like to uh, some crazy family member's house who has all the ornaments out in the in the yard, right? Yeah. You would think, like, uh, there's a, a, a known holiday becomes the reason to dress up your entire yard looking up like something. Yeah. Uh, I Turkey. think that... Thanksgiving is a reasonable one, and then as soon as Thanksgiving is over, you can transition into the Christmas stuff. Yep. But the Christmas before Thanksgiving, I just can't. It, it, so, it's a step too far. I agree. Not to, I, I think not that's to stomp the on your not to stomp on your point, Corey. But Disney is a bad example because um, are they already Magic doing Mountain, the Disney stuff, Christmas stuff? Magic Mountain and Disney started their Christmas stuff on the fifth. I mean, I so. guess there's not really a way that you can make <laughs> uh, make Disney do Thanksgiving stuff. You know, like. What? How could they festively theme it for Thanksgiving? You know, like. Well, and I think that was it, right? They, they, the week that they took down Halloween, they just started putting up Thanksgiving. Maybe well. the CVS but, is the right idea because CVS always has to have the up-to-date holidays, right? Available, you know, so you can go into CVS and hastily get a uh, fucking poster that says "Happy Thanksgiving" on it. Yep. Uh, and spend fifteen dollars on that item. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's for. Uh, they should just be up to up until the moment Thanksgiving is over. They should have the Thanksgiving stuff up and then immediately transition into Christmas. Like, I don't know what they do. Christmas comes early, but they do keep Thanksgiving up at least all the way through Thanksgiving. Uh, if it's like, Oh, your, your family's coming last minute, like Friday, uh, you can grab a, (laughs) go grab a Thanksgiving, uh, theme and come bring it to your house. Um, but the worst thing, worse than, than Thanksgiving is Black Friday mm-hmm. because I've always found it ironic that we spend all day stuffing ourselves with turkey and stuffing. And um, if you're a disgusting subhuman cranberry sauce, um, <laughs> otherwise mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, all the good carbs, it's got to have carbs in it. Uh, cranberry sauce, not a carb. It's a, it's a sugar. I don't want to argue about, it, but nonetheless. Um, and then a mere few hours later, we go stomp out a stranger to get a thing that we want that we don't have right now. Mm-hmm. And I never understood that. Never understood. I, I've i never I've never been one to listen. I'm not, I'm not waking up at fucking five o'clock in the morning for any goddamn person unless they're paying me. That's that's the difference between whether or not I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna, if I, if I'm I'm gonna ask you about get, that next year, I'll ask you about that next year. We'll see I'm how getting, you feel. If I'm Let's getting up on a, if I'm getting a flight or a fan, or like there's a crisis immediately around my person. I will get up before 5 a.m. for something. But like now next year, we're going to be able to do our Black Friday live. Corey is outside the Target oh waiting God, in line Rob, at four o'clock in the morning. That audio is terrible. I'm sorry oh. for anyone. <laughs> I don't know what's uh, going on. I think I think uh, Zoom might have updated something that is making uh, making that happen. But um, 
possibly uh but no um when you're standing outside of target at uh 4 a.m to get the toy that rachel insists that you have for your daughter um rocket man yeah <laughs> when you're you a rocket yeah. what was, that was the one in jingle all the way right turbo turbo, turbo man. man yeah that's right um yeah but i i'm i'm not gonna i i mean i may pick something up if i see a, a compelling deal or something i might go in at some point I, I'm not the type of person who's going to wake up early and try and find, you know, like the four, <laughs> the four blenders that are being sold for 50 bucks this day only because they have a crazy doorbuster. So, you know, like that's not me. I don't care that much. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to have plenty of something that I need and you're going to sell it at a discounted rate, I'll, you know, I'll buy something on Black Friday. <laughs> I'm just not going to like. From the safety of your home. Yeah, or you know, or at the very least, like pick it up. Uh, yeah, but like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, curb stomp somebody to get a Nintendo Switch. That's just not part of my. <laughs> that's not we'll how I it, feel about it. We'll give it a couple of years. We'll wait and see. Because, because <laughs> here's what I'll tell you. Uh, I am now three years out, hence from where you are. It's baby's fourth Christmas, not baby's first Christmas, and I find myself in the unenviable, enviable position of I'm gonna have to go sit at a fucking Target. Although maybe not, because here's the uh, the money doesn't matter. I don't care about the the fifty bucks I'm going to save on Black Friday. If I can go pick it up to now, I'm going to go pick it up now. But I, I my nephew, want to get him a switch. Um, I went to the Target, my local Target here, uh, Target Sunset Superstore, and they didn't have any. And I went online and saw it. And I'm like, this they're holding back for Black Friday. I get it, but very frustrating. I just, I just think it's a. Uh... <laughs> I just think to you telling Mac like, uh, "Hey, I got you this for Christmas." And he opens up. He's like, "Oh my god, a switch!" And it's just like, "I paid full price for that. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even go through Black Friday stuff for that thing." So that's how much I love you. First of all, um, <clears throat> it was worth the extra fifty bucks. <laughs> I I don't need to do that because uh, it is at the point now at my sister's house that um, she must arrive home. At the same time that Mac does, uh, it used to be that, uh, you know, somebody might drop him off uh, and like stay and watch, like not drop him, stay <laughs> at the house and watch, uh, watch him at the house. Leave him on that now, stoop. <laughs> yeah, just uh, listen, he, at his age, I was almost ready to walk home from school and key myself in and get my sister a snack. So, I mean, like, listen, we're mature early. The cheek boys, uh, we mature early. But um, he thinks that every package that comes to the house is for him. Because Uncle Rob buys him so many things uh, that appear at the house in packages from Amazon or wherever. So my sister can't get like a pair of pants delivered to the house because Maxim will have ripped the package open and be very disappointed that they were pants that don't fit him. <laughs> Man, it's unbelievable at this age he's committing mail fraud. I, I know, I, mean, I know. Um, he's way got, ahead of the curve. You, I, so you got to tell I'm him. I'm so proud of him. You got to tell him to knock it off. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it, the thing is, uh, the only rule I have, the only rule I have, I'm happy to pitch in on a Santa gift, but if he gets something on Christmas morning, the Switch, for example, ain't from Santa. It's from Uncle Rob, just so we know. Uh, we know who to say thank you to. I think the Santa thing is, is ridiculous. So none of that. Um, that's that's my only rule. Uh, I'm you, never going to tell him how much I spent. It's a you, lot, Maxon, if you're ever listening. Maybe uh, uh, put yourself in the hypothetical that you have a... Uh... A child of your own and they're yes. of they're of gift giving age but they're also okay. santa age right yes uh how many of the gifts do you imagine are going to be 
put as by Santa as opposed to by by mom or dad or whatever. Like you know, like one gift. One gift is the Santa gift. Yep, because then if if it's like the big one that they. <laughs> nope, 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 not the big one. Nope, daddy, daddy bought the uh, the bike. Daddy <laughs> bought the, the nine thousand nine hundred dollar bike. Um, I want them to go to school and talk about a thing that Santa gave him. Great. But for those who are less fortunate, who only got one thing from mm. Santa, this helps even the tables. Like, yeah, I got, I, I, uh, Rob, let's be honest. His name would be Rob. Um, <laughs> his name would be Rob. Uh, or I, Roberto. Uh, I mean, depending. Hati, I'm, I'm open to Roberto. I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> if it's not too much, you know, it might be bad memories. I don't know. Uh, point being, um, I want him to know that, listen, you got all of these things, but that's because daddy and mommy got you all these things. Santa, he likes you. He bought you one. He got you one thing, but we really like you. We got you more things. And that way, when somebody else he knows gets two gifts, one from mom and dad, one from Santa, well, we all got one from Santa, right? Like, yeah, that's what Santa does. Um, and mom and dad buy the rest of them. Also, I would accompany it with um, a card that said, um, your mom's a bitch. She was weak and pussy. Had you to keep me. It worked out, unfortunately, but I still love you. <laughs> Here is a present. <laughs> yes, basically. Um, yeah, because the only time, and let's be honest, uh, if that is a situation, I have a child who is gift giving age, um, they're going to receive that present in the form of uh, child support. Monthly. You're going to buy them a card from 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> or, or, Not- I mean, real- I'm proud of you every day, but today you get a card. <laughs> Realistically, uh, he'd get his mom's gift through the mail because knowing my history and my experience with women, um, ain't no judge in the world going to give him give any of the women that I uh, choose to have sex with a child. Uh, they're going to be like, um, Mr. Cheek, uh, we have some additional children. Could we give you custody of your child and a couple of these other ones in the courtroom? And I will say, yes, absolutely. A couple laying around the courtroom? <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, I don't know if you were here, for the case you, but we had two real pieces of shit I had to choose between. So I'm going to give you custody of your kid, but I'm going to need you to take custody of that one, too, because I don't trust either of those motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. So you're going to pick up some children on this. Black Friday, right? I was going to say, I guess I'm, I'm picking up extra kids on Black Friday. Um, and speaking of the extra kids I have to buy gifts for. Roberto, friend of the show. Former producer, sometimes producer, is finally returning from his 90-day sojourn. I mean, clearly, he's been through a lot. Uh, he had to work through the entire pandemic, not just from home, but from an office. And he really needed to take the time off. I, listen, he had all that paid vacation built up uh, from his job, uh, or uh, maybe job. I don't know. It might be, it might be soft J. I, I don't have one, so I'm not aware. But uh, he decided... He was going to go to Mexico for, you know, 45 days, enjoy the sun, enjoy being with his family. Uh, I can only assume suckling at his mother's teat uh, once again, as he likes to do. Um, and he's finally returning. And so I'm very happy. That's that I'm giving thanks that Roberto is returning in time for our meal on Thursday. I mean, I'm, you like I, to add, Corey? No, I'm really excited to have Roberto back. <laughs> I don't know what if there's anything else to add other than that. Uh, I, I don't know because you brought a dog home and he started threatening to beat the dog with a newspaper, and I'm very concerned about him being around a child. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm I'm ready to learn everything that's different about child rearing and <laughs> in Mexican culture as opposed to as opposed to what I I have learned. It's just like uh uh just the differences between what I knew, which is very limited, mind you. I didn't have a lot of children around me. Uh You don't you don't say. Okay. Uh and what Rachel knew and like how there's like a there seems to be like a Dundalk spirit to child raising. <laughs> so or I'm sure take the Mountain Dew. Take the Mountain Dew I'm out sure of the bottle. It's not supposed to be in there. I'm sure there's like different things that happen in every culture, but I'm just like I don't know. I'm kind of fascinated to see like what Roberto comes home like. With, you know, like at some point it's gonna be like Casey needs to burp, and he's gonna be doing some like trapeze, <laughs> like gymnastics routine where he's like flipping her around and she's burping up a storm. <laughs> be like, wow, this is way different than. <laughs> Though you were supposed to softly, you know, like just pat them I'm, on the back until eventually they gave up, but this I is really, a whole new way well, of. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you wanted to learn the differences between raising a Mexican child and a American child, as in you've been raising Roberto for the last three years, and now he has. <laughs> now I have to set him free. <laughs> yeah, listen, you're 24. It's time for you to, to leave the. Get net. off my insurance. Uh, listen, there is a, a lovely woman here who would like to build a life with you. Um, why would you not want that? I mean, listen, he could just keep he can keep messing around. Uh, all I'm saying is I, I'm making plans. She's making plans. Sometimes they will be the same plans on the same place in the same day. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Hey, I all right. Heard it moving now. on to flowers. Up. Moving on to uh, uh, our courtroom drama from last week. I'm trying to start some courtroom drama right now. Come on now. I'm just waiting for the moment where it's just like, yo, shut the fuck up in the in the group chat. And I'm just like grabbing the be... popcorn gif. Oh, by the way, uh, so she and I were uh, messaging about some stuff. And then I made two very inappropriate jokes. And then I had to apologize. I was like, oh, I thought this was the group chat. I am sorry about that. <laughs> so, I am a good good person ish um anyway <laughs> i don't know i don't know if everyone would agree i just <laughs> no absolutely they would not most people i know would not uh, by the way if you're if you're listening to us at home this is my best friends in the world this is what i do so uh now i'm in uh ring watch because somebody's getting a ring in the next 12 months i don't know who it's gonna be it might be katya sub bet it might be roberto or it might be somebody else and then <laughs> it, might be or roberto. it might be rachel <laughs> So I don't know. We're gonna wait and see. Ring watch 2022. Uh courtroom right, drama. Yes. <laughs> so uh Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came in. Yes. Uh we had talked about it a couple times. Uh most notably last week when they were well in let's the analyze of the trial. Right. Yeah. He was on video uh shooting the people. He then posted on Snapchat that he shot some people. And then later on posted on TikTok that he was happy that he shot those people. So clearly, given all the evidence, guilty is charged two first degree murder convictions and assault with a deadly weapon. I mean, he, he's never going to get out of jail. Uh, no. So, uh, you know what? Hmm. You know what? Self-defense always a self-defense uh, uh, defense always sounds like to me. Uh, the officer who said, I feared for my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because all you have to do if you're a police officer is say, I feared for my life at some point prior to whatever the hell you did. And it's like, there, th we can't, we, there's nothing we can do. 
I feared for my life. The woman was 80 years old in a wheelchair. I, I don't know right what she had me, on that I wheelchair. <laughs> I don't know what have kind. Have you seen Breaking Bad? There might have been a bomb on it. I don't know. I seen Transformers. I know that things can do weird things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I guess, I guess that means you're you're innocent because we have nothing to say against that. We have to prove that you thought that right immediately prior to. Like we have to get you like confessional style, like meow 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 meow. I wasn't sure what it was. I thought it was a transformer. Confessional style, looking at camera, going like, "Man, I hate this woman. I'm a shooter." It's like so when even then, (laughs) even then, yeah, even then, they're gonna be the jury's gonna come back like, well, in between making that video and shooting her, he did say, "I feared for my life." So I mean, there's really nothing we can do. Eric Andre show like, (laughs) wow. I was really scared for my life. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I was scared. No, I mean, like, uh, I, listen, I don't care. There will be, over the course of our lifetimes, uh, from here and until eternity, times where the criminal justice system just can't keep up with something that it did not foresee. Like, somebody will get away with a crime that wasn't a crime. <laughs> like, they didn't know how to prove it as a crime. Like, I, I, oh, the first the first virus the first computer virus where the guy like they couldn't charge him because there was no law on the books about what he did yeah they tried I, to get him with wire fraud <laughs> i mean the, <laughs> i i think uh you know we're the the great american experiment is always about trying to you know solve and correct i don't think that you know technically yes kyle rittenhouse is innocent and the jury found him to be so and not a single charge stuck to him, and uh, he is a free man to go on and make money on Tucker Carlson show or something like that. He'll be but, a millionaire by spring. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, uh, you know, at, at the same time, I, I just bring up the idea of, like, imagine I'm a friend of yours who calls you up and I'm in jail. And I'm, like, looking to you to bail me out or something like that or come help me. I'll try me. to imagine that situation. If I called you up and I said, and you were just like, what happened? I said, well, you know, there's a bunch of protests happening in the state over. So I decided to drive over there. I had my mom drive me over there. Uh, And then once I got to that state, I came into possession of a firearm that uh, by technicality is legal for me to carry in this state, even though I'm 17 years old, uh, because there's a rule about how long the fucking uh, nozzle of the gun can be. Anyway. Uh, when I was there, uh, you know, things were getting a little bit testy and I feared for my life. I feared for my life. And then I shot two people and then a third, but two of them died. One of them. I mean, like, I guess he's okay. Unfortunately survived. Yeah. I don't, I haven't, I keep trying to call him and find out what's going on, but he doesn't want to answer my calls for whatever reason. I, I went he's in still and pulled little, the plug, but unfortunately it was not, it was just to the, the machine. It I think he's still a little frosty at me for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, and then I, you know, got away from the situation. Like as soon as I killed enough people, like people weren't trying to get me anymore. And then I walked right towards some police officers with my hands up in the air. They told me to go the fuck home. So I did. And I slept in my bed, (laughs) but now I'm arrested and I need you to bail me out. I think you would listen to that that story and be like, dude, that's not cool. What you did? Like, yeah, maybe not technically against the law specifically because apparently you feared for your life, but uh, I 
the fuck? What the, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> it's like all the all the jam, all the insurrectionists. Like any other day, I said I got arrested, and you said why, and I was like I scaled the walls of the Capitol. You'd be like, well, yeah, that's why you're in jail. <laughs> like clearly, what happened? Like, what happened? <laughs> that's on a random Tuesday, I scaled the walls of the Capitol. You're just like, well, yeah, that that's a that's a felony. I don't know what to tell. Like, so uh, I want to correct two things from your your story, Corey. Number okay. one, uh, he wasn't arrested that night. In fact, it took weeks to arrest him. So the, in your oh, yeah, theoretical, yeah. it would be weeks later you uh, well, that, were under arrest. <laughs> that's why I I amended it with the went home and slept in my own bed. Yes. Uh, but uh, the second is, I really thought you were gonna say uh, at the very beginning of the story. <clears throat> that maybe on occasion in the future, the criminal justice system will work as intended rather than what we got, because I would just see this as being uh, the worst parts of the system, except it's, that's the system. That's, that's how it works. Um, Ahmad Arbery trace uh, case final uh, or closing arguments were made. It's going to the jury, the uh, Charlottesville unite the right rally case going to the jury or at the jury in the jury now. And I will bet you, Two of the three defendants, at least, if not all three, walk in Ahmad Arbery's murder. And the Unite the Right rally will probably come back, uh, but there will be some like distinctions. Like, we don't blame the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan of Columbus. We blame Chris, the crying Nazi Cantwell. I think I, I, if, I, if I'm going to guess, I mean, I, I wish I, I didn't follow the evidence uh, closely enough in the uh, Ahmad Arbery case to really. Uh, judge what's going to happen there. Uh, so I don't know if there was some bullshit that I'm missing. Uh, but one of, one of the guys testified. That's why oh, I saw that. So uh, it, yeah. I saw him being uh, testifying with his attorney questioning him. Yeah. Uh, where it made it seem like he was basically a deputy police officer with all the training he had gotten in the Coast Guard. Yeah. Guess and what they, his defense is, uh, if you had to guess. Uh, that he was just trying to secure the. <laughs> The possible uh, uh, thief, like isn't that what they were saying? Ahmad Arbery was doing was stealing things. Like two things. Uh, first is self defense. Yeah, he came at me, um, and he grabbed my gun. So at that point, I feared for my life because I feared he would use it on me. So I used it on him. Mm-hmm. Two, the reason I was in that situation is I was making a valid and legal citizen's arrest by chasing a man in a truck while I hooped and hollered from the bed. Um. So that's his, that's his defense. But yeah. because it's self-defense, he has to get on the stand because we have to get to like him feeling threatened and no one can um, can testify to that. Smartly, the other two guys were like, mm, nah, fuck now. Uh, <laughs> you on your own on this one. Well, the- but they have to worry about uh, the essentially like if you even for a moment form a conspiracy, which is all three of you get in a truck to chase a guy down and one of you shoots the guy to death and it's not self-defense and he's guilty, you're automatically guilty as well. So they're they're resting very hard on the self-defense thing yeah and you know what i i uh i could i could see a world given the the history of uh judicial indignities that have plagued america since the beginning that it would happen once again uh I, i i don't know how as a jury i know you're supposed to uh sort of compartmentalize like not everyone has to uh, uh, testify on their own behalf, and only yep. one of the three of these people did. Yep. And the one who did, the one who, claiming self-defense, uh, 
you know, looked so well prepared when his attorney was questioning him. And Much different the, than the blood-covered, bearded guy that we saw the day up. And then when the prosecutor was up there, uh, basically tore him apart, and he was completely unprepared. For what? Yep. Uh, he looked like he had really studied hard to memorize all the things that he had to say from his attorney. Yep. And uh, then you get you study hard for a test, meaning you got the answers in advance, so you wrote those down. Then you get a substitute day of, and you're like, oh, I don't actually know any of this. I just know the answers. The well, test, you do the but. test one day, and then the next day it's a pop quiz on the new stuff that we haven't discussed. We haven't gone over yet. I am not ready for this. I, I'm sorry. Uh, just can I freelancing the out there. Is it too late to plead the fifth? Can I do that? Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, I with the Ahmaud Arbery thing, I think it's harder to claim self-defense when you're – chasing them like that's yeah. that's kind of you're sort of the I, I think the thing that sticks in the craw of so many people with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is just that it's like he kind of asked for it like and he that's, came to the fight yeah I mean that's that's you sort of lose your ability to like play the victim when you <laughs> when you uh ask for it I yep. and I mean like you know it I think of it like uh you know like a football game like <laughs> last night the Steeler fans overtook SoFi Stadium. There was a shit ton of Steeler fans, and there was no Charger fans. Uh, you feel comfortable in that kind of situation to cheer for the Steelers or something like that, you know? Yeah. If it was a Steelers-Ravens game where the crowd is way closer to, you know, like uh, 80 to 20 in fa favor of Ravens fans, and then you're a Steeler fan who's talking a lot of shit, you have to imagine before the night begins that if you're going to talk shit all night you're probably going to get in a fist fight at some point and the reason like why it, is because you're asking for it you're going there it, trying to taunt people and trying to get into fights because you want to get in a fight if you're an orioles fan who drove to detroit for the third game of a highly <laughs> contested series and you sit in the outfield and you heckle the detroit players <laughs> while surrounded by detroit fans what you're saying is that person would have asked to get their ass kicked I mean, if you would have gotten your ass kicked, I think we all know, would have known why, you know? like. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so the end result of this is uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, now I have to wish death on a child uh, because... <laughs> He's an adult now. He's I mean, now he is, now. I guess. Yeah, uh, he will always be the, you know... Um, I just, I, not, not innocent, but he'll be a child to me for his whole life, so... I just think the idolism of this age is so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, you know, it, he can just be a kid who fucked up real bad, <laughs> real bad. And because of the way that the, the laws are written, he's allowed to get away with it when under similar circumstances in a different time and place, that would be a crime. Yeah. Um, but uh he has to also become a hero to the people on the right as well, which I, I just don't like. Not every person who comes into your life needs to be the new hero of the moment. Like, it's yeah. like uh, it's like we decided that uh, there's never been a better sitcom character than Urkel, and now we're all about Urkel. It's just like, well, Everybody eventually, has to be like Urkel. eventually, uh, eventually, this isn't this is you know this fat is gonna fade. Like we're no. it's not gonna never be fade. No, nope, Urkel right. forever. forever. I got yeah. I got my Urkel tattoo. It's not going away. <laughs> Good to go. Never going to become not an Urkel person. I don't know why you would become a not an Urkel. What is so wrong with what Steve Urkel is doing? Uh, he stands for everything I stand for. Now, on the Unite the Right thing, though, I will say, yeah. um, uh, I think what we might see with that 
is something we commonly see in these civil trials, which is like a stupid, ridiculous number that is going to get overturned. But like it allows everyone to write a headline that Unite the Right organizers uh, hit with $500 million judgment against them or something yeah. stupid like that, you know, with because they've already reported what they want that, you know, it's $5 million and compensatory damages and you know, another uh, million in pain and suffering. And then there's going to be, you know, like the, the the part that the jury can just freelance on where it's going to be fucking $500 million. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. then it'll go to an appeal and they'll say like, well, nobody's really responsible for paying this. It's just sort of, we put it out there. It's actually all one guy's fault. And then he'll carry the bag and, you know, like they'll jockey over what percentage of <laughs> this ridiculous verdict, which will never be paid. will will go to. Uh, hopefully by next week, we will have a result on the Ahmad Arbery trial and on the Unite the Right rally like we did on Rittenhouse. And I'm sure uh, I'll have things uh, to say. Moving on. Uh, COVID stuff. Yes. Wait, wait. COVID. It's over, Corey. I don't know why. We don't even need to be talking about this anymore. Well, it is for Done. me because I got a booster. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. I, I gotta, I'll I remind gotta, you, Corey. I got a booster and I got, a, I got the flu shot just for fun. They said two shots was going to be enough, and now it's a booster shot. So we may be getting booster shots until uh, forever. I like how I also like how uh, throughout the course of this pandemic, we said we were going to listen to uh, medical people and do what they say, and then we didn't do that. And then on top of that, we also took what they said and then come up with new things and then get mad at them. (laughs) Like when the mRNA vaccine was originally developed, it was a three shot protocol. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, figured out a way to do it in two shots for the uh, for the COVID thing. And everyone was talking about get your two shots. Uh, and then people were asking, like, oh, is there a chance there will be a booster? Because some people know that there was three shots traditionally in this sort of uh, yeah. mRNA cocktail. Uh, and they said, ah, we'll sort of see where it goes because we didn't know how it would react as a two shot vaccine. And now we're in the time where we're getting our third shot. And uh, there's some people who are just like, well, fuck that booster. (laughs) I'm done getting shots. I already got the two that are responsible or required of me. I'm done. To which I say, you know, I guess you can make your own decision in that regard. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't just get the one more shot. (laughs) Johnson & Johnson was one. But it started out as two. They got it down to one. And now they're like, okay, by the way, uh, it wasn't as effective. <laughs> you get a second one. Yeah, we're going to give you a second one. And they may come with a third. And Moderna and Pfizer may have a fourth. The end result is how fake progressives. I, I mean, I, I don't want to rant because I'm going to make a, an Instagram video about fake progressives. But I am figuring out. One, I figured out who was an idiot in my life uh, when Trump was elected. Also, who was a crazy white supremacist uh Nazi, essentially, a fascist. Uh, so I figured that out when Trump was president. And then I was like, well, maybe it was just Trump. Maybe everybody will be fine. And then they stormed the Capitol. Uh, so maybe not. But then some months passed and I said, you know what? We're coming back to logic. We're all coming back around. We're one country. We're going to put it together. And then they're saying like, no, I'm not getting the, uh, I'm not getting the COVID shot. I'm like, okay. But now, now it's the, the, not the, centrist because the, the Biden Republic or Biden uh, Democrats are very much like, no, we'll get the second shot. It's fine. It's the super progressives who are just like, no, you know, enough's enough. Uh, they didn't put my green spending bill 
in the bill. So fuck them. I'm not getting another shot. I'm just like, how do you say I'm all about science? I'm all about medicine. I'm following the rules. And then go to Miami before you get your third, your third shot. I, yeah. I do not understand it or uh, go to Mexico and immediately come back to an office full of people. Some of which have children, you know, anyway. Uh, apologies. If you can hear a baby screaming, by the way, <laughs> that's what's going to happen when there's a baby around. I was, I was wondering, uh, I, I felt the milk pull down and I was just thinking to myself, <laughs> like, is there a baby crying? <laughs> um, yeah, everyone go get your booster. Uh, it's fine. Uh, now officially because the, the, uh, FDA declared it. So, uh, yeah. everyone can get their, their booster. I literally was just waiting until I, you know, I originally, I was told it was 10 months. Uh, so yeah. I, I was just like, okay, well in the middle of December, I'll get my booster and I would have gotten it at any point, but I hadn't been told differently. And, yeah. now, and uh, now it's six. Yeah. And you know, Newsom was just like on Twitter, like everyone get your shot. It's cool now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll get it then. First of all, <laughs> so Gavin like, Newsom, you don't get to tell me what's cool. All right. Yeah, uh, you're, not a, you're not the one. <laughs> I got these pants with a hem. <laughs> is that uh is that cool enough for you kids? Um, but I uh am waiting. Uh I think I could have snuck in and got a booster shot, but uh essentially like the spots are filling up with people who got their vaccine before me. So I feel like probably better if I wait till December and I let all these spots be taken by people who um who got earlier shots than me. I mean and then in due time I'll I'll close it up. I will say I, I think uh at this point, uh, you know, shots that are, you know, sort of gonna be used for boosters are sort of available. Like it's not like you're taking somebody else's shot. So well, uh, side note to that is uh, how widely available the original was. The only walk up place in the city of Los Angeles has bank hours. It's like 10 yeah. to three. And I'm just like, really? Eh. Only place I can walk up is only open in the middle of the work day. Yeah. Well, yeah, because those are the unemployed people. Employed people have cars. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. It is Los Angeles who would not own a car. I mean, you can walk animals. into a pharmacy. Like, I just went to a CVS. Like, I didn't I didn't go to a... I mean, it was cool that I got my first COVID shots at, at Dodger Stadium. Like, that was yeah. that's a neat thing to say. I get to tell people about that. Uh, I was in Inglewood. I was I was a I was just a I was just at a CVS today. It wasn't wasn't anything fancy. You know, it's down on Broadway, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I thought you like, had to go with the same company that gave you the first two. I mean, I thought so too, but apparently not. Like, I, I, you know, there I, was some I, woman outside of CVS begging, like, "Please get the booster. We have them. We you have a booster one? today. I I made an appointment. Well, then we don't have a booster for you. Sorry, get lost. Get out of here." <laughs> uh, uh yeah but, i mean um uh, just, booster uh, shots are good for everybody yeah, just, everybody go get them yeah and i mean like i i really any health if you're worried about this for health i think we're past the point where you have to worry about like some sort of thing happening where like you know 90 percent of people die from getting the vaccine or so like i we would we would have sniffed that out by now there are no negative uh, side effects. Wait, wait, Corey. I think I have an update coming in. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, 
Boosters are great. Everyone should get one. Get two <laughs> if you can get them. Both of them. Pay cash to the place. It's great. No side effects. I like the uh, I like Jay in his stand up special where he's just like uh I was worried it didn't work because it, they were giving it away for free. So I like went to my doctor and I was like, uh yeah, I want to pay for this. I want to get vaccinated, but I want the one that costs three grand. <laughs> Cause that way I know uh, it'll work. <laughs> it's like, what's the one you're giving to Rihanna? I want that one. I want Rihanna. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, uh, I believe Rihanna got Moderna. So just so you oh, know. Oh, hey, got, look Rihanna's. at us. Yeah, Rihanna's. We're part of yeah. <laughs> little little stuff that boosts Rihanna, boosts us too. Well, I was going to say, uh, what are Rihanna's fans called? Because it's like the the bees are Beyonce's fans. and Isn't and it like Riri or something? I don't know. I'm not, I don't think you're I'm allowed to a... say that anymore. You're not allowed to say that anymore, Corey. That's not okay. Why? Isn't that just her nickname? Riri's? What? Riri's? Yeah, like R-H-I-R-H-I. Oh, uh, you see, you got to spell it out. I, I thought you were making <laughs> some sort of derogatory term from oh, middle school. Uh, uh, I, Not okay. I don't, I don't do that one anymore. Listen, just because Rihanna's fans have an IQ below 70 does not mean you can paint them with a broad brush, all right? No. I... <laughs> also, uh, so side note uh, to this. Um, the pandemic is not over. Yeah. Now, us treating it like a pandemic is clearly, clearly over. Um, I, I uh, stopped to pick up some food on Saturday and they did not even ask me about eating outside or inside. They immediately started seating me. Um, and I was like, no, no, I'm just here to pick up food. Um, I'm good. Uh, but not a mask in sight. Honestly. I mean, like the workers had masks on, but like, the magic booth that keeps the COVID away. So we don't have to wear it in the booth like that. That's, that's all, uh, that's all how we're doing it. But uh, in some places that were arguably canaries in the coal mine for everyone else, uh, Europe, they are seeing increasing numbers of cases and deaths um, breakthrough uh, cases, people who were vaccinated, but the state in some of these places is not paying for a booster shot. So again, the Michael Shea example, uh, you have to go pay for it if you want the third one. So a lot of people are like, oh, <laughs> you gave this to me for free. I didn't know there was going to be some sort of follow-up cost. No, no, thank you. Um, by the way, countries that have socialized medicine. So you're paying the like $10 copay that you would pay with yeah. your doctor's visit. That's it. That's all you got to pay. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to pay that. There, there's a, you know, the other thing that I, I'm finding very interesting is just the, uh, I, have a, I have a friend who is family in Brazil, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently one of the vaccines you can get in Brazil is okay to travel internationally. And the other one is not yes. accepted. AstraZeneca, you cannot travel with because some okay. countries don't accept it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the AstraZeneca is the one that everyone's got. Like, that's the only, yes. like 99% of the people have it. So they're basically just stuck in Brazil. Half, uh, the world, half the world didn't want it. So the poor countries got the AstraZeneca. So, and then there was great? there's also Sputnik, which is not uh, being recognized by everyone. The Russian no, the WHO does not recognize it, so I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like AstraZeneca, the WHO is like, no, it's effective. It's probably more effective than Johnson Johnson. But most of the countries are like, nope, we don't like this one. Yeah. Um, but the Russian one, the WHO is like, we're pretty sure it's just uh horse uh uh, uh what's it called? Um, Vetromycin. Um, Ivermectin. 
ivermectin. It's just ivermectin and saline. Like that's not <laughs> that's not a real thing. We we don't we don't accept that. Um, so just like the Cuban and the Vietnamese uh, versions also not accepted worldwide. Uh, you are essentially unvaccinated if you have either of those. So or North Korea's, which is literally just river water. That's that's all. <laughs> You've been drinking this water your whole life. You're fine. Don't worry about COVID. It's just been filtered this time. Yeah, yeah, we filtered it. So we took out some of the bad stuff. Uh, but uh, Europe is now uh, in the upswing. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, winter comes to Europe sooner and then ends sooner. Um, so, you know, a, a March day in Baltimore is going to be hit or miss, like uh, 50s to 70s. But that's also because whoever controls it'll Maryland be, weather is psycho. It'll be hit or miss. It'll either be 15 degrees or it'll be 115 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's say March in New York was always especially early March, was always cold. It's still winter. Uh, we could get snow in that point. But by March, most of Europe is in the throes of spring. Um, jet stream and the way that polar vortex works and all that stuff. Uh, they have earlier winter and then earlier spring. Um, and by the way, uh, all the ice melting into the Atlantic is going to kill that. So then like, they will have a winter that lasts a long time, uh, like most of the year. So thanks, guys. Um, Climate change conference. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, I guess we did. Uh, A little not, bit. Nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, but so they are now in the throes of winter, which is why they are a canary in the coal mine for us. Because it's like, oh, well, when it gets cold and things shut down, the cases just spike right back up again. Um, but also no boosters or not a lot of boosters. So let's just say, everybody, go get your booster. And then if you don't live in gorgeous Southern California where I wore shorts to work, in November, November 22nd, um, definitely get your booster. So that when you're inside, you're not poisoning your children. Not with the, the vaccine. I mean, with your breath and the virus. <laughs> with your potential breakthrough. Yes. Uh, I mean, also, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I need to tell people that uh, vaccinations and boosters are not your uh, fix to everything. So, like, uh, I'm not saying you can't go to a sporting event or something like that. Cause I don't know what sure. the parameters of your sporting events are. So I, I was apparently like real bad to get in. I went to an Orioles game. That's my only pandemic event that I've gone to. It was at yep. Oriole park. There was like 400 people there. I felt pretty safe being double vexed <laughs> at that point in that yeah. location and an outdoor, yeah, more than 400 arena, now. you know, if it and, wasn't the Orioles, there would be more than 400 people there now. Now it's just cause the team sucks. Yeah. Not because, <laughs> but I'm COVID. saying like, you know, if you're at a, if you're at a college football game with 70,000 people who are all unmasked because there's no reason to in Alabama or whatever, like I, I'm still, I, I still think y'all should be a little bit more hesitant about what you do, despite the vaccine status of you, you know, like the people at like concerts and they're like, I don't have to worry. I'm vaccinated. Like, <laughs> it's just like yeah, I had uh, two of my employees are USC grads who went to the USC game this weekend. And, um, not a mask in sight on a single Instagram story. Uh, apparently, according to one of the persons I spoke to from a safe distance of about 10 feet away, um, they got yelled at at the gate and had to put it on as they crossed the gate. And then they immediately took it off and nobody said anything. Yeah. So, um, I like that. I like that I'm not allowed to bring cigarettes or a lighter into you, into uh, uh, the Coliseum. Because I might actually end up smoking it at some point. Yep. But uh, during the pandemic, I'm totally allowed to not wear my mask during most of the time I'm screaming in somebody's face. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just funny the things we choose to care about. Um, and I mean, I, I for one, uh, I scheduled a European vacation uh, because fuck it, I'm just tired of being the only one who's not doing stuff. Because uh, I'm rich and I have money to do it, so I'm going. I don't have a baby. I don't have some some life form sucking away my money and my youth. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, the countries are closing down in Europe, and there's no telling whether they will be reopened by March. Um, so uh, the company that offered me the trip was like, "Well, we can redo your um, your itinerary, and then if it if they do open up, it'll, it, you'll be able to go back to the same countries, or we can just postpone." And I was like, "Ah, yeah, listen, just because." Um, Italy is a little more lax than Greece. Doesn't mean that I want to go to Italy and spend more time there. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean it's not happening. It just yeah. means this country cares more than another one. So I postponed. Um, but, um, you know, Katya and I are going on a cruise. I still feel like cruises are safe. It's totally fine. Uh, and Roberto, <laughs> I mean, if he decides he wants to come along. If he wants to come along. If he wants to take yeah. along. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, well, it'll, be, it'll be a two-bedroom suite. It'll be totally on the up and up. Just don't see a that both beds are unmade in the morning. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, one of them needs, you need to take all the things off for the chastity wall. So <laughs> I got to bring Corey along on the, uh, <laughs> on the cruise instead of the chastity wall. And you uh, know what? It, hopefully it works just as well as the first one did. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it has a 100% success rate. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Oh, wait, did I never tell you that? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, anyway, that's off. That's off topic. Um, and I don't want to ruin, I don't want to ruin uh, the good name of any of uh, any women. I'm not. I'm not in the business of. Uh, I am not mayor of Cambridge. I'm not trying to. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we should have talked about. It. We should have done a little uh, Baltimore corner for uh, some of the news that's been coming out. By the it's way, like we don't have a Cambridge corner, but. By the way, just a fun fact. I'll just do this one quickly. Uh, 300 murders in Baltimore again for this year. Uh, we're only mid-November. We already hit the target. So, congratulations, Brandon cold. Scott. We. We did it. It could be a very cold December, and it could only be like 302 or 303. All right, there might only be three murders the rest of the year. So I mean, 300 I, thus far. But. I feel like we. I feel like we've been a little bit slow recently because they've been shooting. Uh, they've been shooting the uh, Gun Trace Task Force HBO uh, miniseries. Uh, so Baltimore's been on its best behavior, but now we can get back to murdering now that the now the production wrapped up and they're moving out. So wait, wait, wait. I didn't realize you. Come on, unsightly blights. Let's come back out here. Did you finish the script? I didn't even realize. Oh, congratulations. We didn't. Uh, no, it wasn't yeah. me. It wasn't me. It was. Oh, okay. Uh, David Simon, you know, just <laughs> some guy. Well, never, listen, when I think of Baltimore Never heard of scripts, him. Never did anything for Baltimore. I don't know who he is. <laughs> when I think of Baltimore scripts, the one name that pops in my mind, Corey Baker. David Simon. <laughs> Thank I don't know you. There is. you go. I have no idea. There no you. ideas. Um, uh, but the one bit of national news uh, that we should touch on this week is uh, the parade. Uh, event that happened i guess yesterday was it yesterday or yeah, was it sunday. saturday sunday yeah, yeah. um where uh, a driver uh, ran a barricade and then ran down like 50 people in a parade um and listen i i it's a small town in, in wisconsin i think wisconsin mm-hmm. i'm from a small town in maryland i get it you know uh my small town shut down main street like i don't know 40 times a year to do a parade. It's like, oh, it's the Little League opening day parade. Oh, wasn't that last week? That was the Senior League opening day parade. This week, it's the Little League. Uh, and like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'll just take a 20-minute detour around the, around the town. town. Yeah. But at no point did I say, 
I want to hit my meth pipe and just run. I, I am not moving. It, this time, these guys are moving as they march away from me and don't see me coming. I mean, so we should say that there's not a lot known uh, specifically about why this gentleman took the action. Allegedly. That he did. Allegedly smoke my crap, my meth pipe. Well, yeah, allegedly I runs people. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, uh, based off of the public, publicly available arrest record, which uh, CNN has documented ah. amongst other uh, media companies, uh, you will you will see that uh, there there seems to be a narrative that would work from one point in his life up until now. Yeah, uh, and that you know, obviously, he has problems and demons that are far beyond. Uh, the normal person, and uh, you know he's going to pay for what he did, <laughs> like uh, in the form of a lot of years in jail. Um, and it's just, it's really sad, you know. And it really does, like li- all the videos looked kind of like uh, not a small town, but like one of those like sort of developed small towns on the Denton. outskirts. Denton. Yeah, yeah, kind of Dentony a little bit, yeah. Uh, you know, and and you see a video where like a car just whips by a girl who's like dancing with her shirt up a little bit, like a little girl, like you know she's she's just in the street just doing a little dance, and she's got her yeah. shirt pulled up so she can't see what's coming. Yeah, and a car just whisks right by her, but you know, like you you teach kids like be careful around the road. Except for now, we have it closed for the parade, so you can go out. You're totally fine. Yep. <laughs> You're, you're at Caroline County Summerfest. Like, you can walk through the open, the closed streets and enjoy conversation with friends and stuff. You wouldn't imagine that a car would come barreling down the road. It's amazing uh, way, how, how, how quickly trust? we trust, like, cones set up at the end of a street. <laughs> to, like, how stop. much do I trust the idiocy of people in Denton? I cannot break the habit of, even during Summerfest, if I'm, like, walking from the, the pub down the street, I will still look both ways because I'm like, eh, some dummy might might run this street. But I am also not a, a four year old. You know, yeah. I have not been told by someone I trust that it's safe and you're fine. Um, I do have to say, hearing every the, you know the case pop up, uh, I was reminded, and I think I just did a quick search. I think it's Eddie Griffin's. Uh, if you remember who Eddie Griffin is, he was a comedian in yeah. the early aughts. Pretty sure he got canceled, but um, his routine of like seeing a news story and being like, please be white, please be white, please be white. Like I, because now the narrative of running down parade goers well, I mean, is going to turn into a, uh, um, this, well, both sides, both sides have done this. So this is the pro this is the problem that I, I feel like happens. We, we can hear about an event that happened in Wisconsin yesterday yeah. within record time. Like you can yeah. find out about it, but you don't know why somebody did it or who they were or what, what happened. And like, it seemed like because of Kyle Rittenhouse, everyone thought that anything that possibly happened in Milwaukee or Wisconsin in the next 24 hours was relate uh, something related to the case. Because I right. saw a yep. whole bunch of people just randomly speculate that, like, oh, this must be some Kyle Rittenhouse person who's trying to get back or blah, blah, blah. You know, like, when we knew nothing. Like, <laughs> we still know. Like, realistically, compared to what we will know about this case a year from now, we know nothing right now. Yep. Uh, so it, it sounds, you know, it's it's unfair to speculate like what's going on, you know, and like there's a reported history of meth use by this guy, the suspect, the person who's currently in custody. Uh, 
you know, that doesn't mean that he's using drugs all the time. That doesn't mean he was on drugs at the moment. It would nope. answer a lot of questions. But those are all things that will be determined throughout the course of a trial. He could have his pregnant wife in the back of the car. And I can picture Corey in his electric vehicle <laughs> with a Rachel screaming Revving in his ear, the engine Get me to the control. hospital. He's <laughs> like, no, no, no. I, 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 I used to skateboard. I can do the slaloms between all these people. <laughs> and just try to do it. Um, so you never know. You never know. Now, I don't think that's the case here. I think he probably uh, he has a protective order against him and was released on bail. Uh, the gentleman they have in custody, released yeah. from jail on a very low bail and may or may not have been at the girl's, the woman's house who had the protective order against him. And then he quickly left that residence and the incident happened on his way to wherever I he mean, was going. We learned this from guns. Uh, the the number one, the number one beacon that shows that you're probably going to be trouble at some point in the future is uh, domestic uh, violence claims against you. Uh, and the more the more likely it seems like you are going to be the type of person who shoots somebody in a movie theater or <laughs> like, you know, oh, like wait, 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 just wait, randomly wait. gets in any kind of act of violence. Like we can't paint with a broad brush because some people, as I stated earlier, date mentally deficient women who are insane and do things that um, don't go down that line of don't be painting with a broad brush that's all i'm saying is that just an accusation uh, is different than a conviction that's well, all i'm saying I, I get it but i'm also saying that like you know clearly this guy had like eight of these charges on him so perhaps we should uh paint with a little bit of a brush when certain things come out you know like so maybe maybe more than two you get more than two <laughs> now i got some questions like uh what's going on i'm saying you know one you're not getting the quickie background check on your gun how about that? True. Like, True. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. Yes, starting absolutely. at starting at one, you get advanced background check. Uh, oh, so you mean it takes seven days instead of four? That's what you're saying. <laughs> you get the extra three day background check. They call another state. They call a neighboring <laughs> state to find out whether or not you have any arrests in there. You ever heard of this guy? What's his name? Hey, John Pennsylvania. Smith. Have you ever heard of a Robert Cheek? He ever caused <laughs> trouble up in your parts? <laughs> First of all, it'd be Delaware and. <laughs> The phone has to be. Uh, they would expect it in Delaware. Churned first. <laughs> in Delaware, they're like, we've been. Oh, what was it they said after the car incident? Like, oh, oh, yeah, we're familiar. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, I've met Corey. Your car incident. Oh, yeah. Where you went to report it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the police officer looked up from his pen and pencil, his pen and pad, and is like, oh, oh, we're aware. <laughs> so, like okay, that doesn't bode well. What, the, <laughs> what do you know that I don't know? Um, but more than anything, I feel awful for all the people who are involved. Uh, yes, in, in in the you know people who've lost people, people who've been hurt, uh, especially during like a Christmas parade, which obviously you know shouldn't have been happening because it was before Thanksgiving. But also uh, that <laughs> yes, tragedy but, wouldn't have happened if you guys knew when to celebrate Christmas. But uh. You know, like to think that you lose. I, I that's always the word. I hate uh people who uh celebrate Thanksgiving. No, when 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 the news says like uh you know Rob died today, he was two months away from his thirty ninth birthday. <laughs> like whatever. Like they were like they they if if they died like five days after their birthday, it's just like just five days ago he celebrated his birthday and now he's dead. Like. It's they're always putting it in terms of how close to the birthday it is. And like some people like 
if they die at a Christmas themed thing, like right before Christmas, it's just like it's ruined the whole season for me. And yeah. I, I just feel awful for these people because now they're not going to be ever, ever able to celebrate Christmas without thinking about no. the daughter that they lost or, you know, the the aunt who got run down. Like, it, it's just. Sidebar, are we 39 this year or are we 38 this year? We're 38. I completely or no, we're 30. We're 37 this year. Well, I mean, currently 37. Currently we'll be 38. 30, we'll be 38. I keep getting oh. confused because there was an entire year where I didn't tell anybody my age. <laughs> so like it's like I never nobody did asked. The, I yeah. never did the thirty six year. So uh, also, um, yeah, and I feel uh, like I'm an idiot because then people ask me how old I am, and I like have to think. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm thirty seven, thirty eight. What year is no, it? Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Also, by the way, news. You can't report it like that when I have to ask myself how old I am. It's like, what do you do for his birthday? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I didn't really hear from him. Um, I think he has a Twitch stream where he was uh, he was just playing video games all day, uh, really <laughs> celebrating up the way that he wanted to. So. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, since we are out of the pandemic and nothing else matters, Corey wants to talk a little sports ball. <laughs> I would make the I'm super. Pretty, I, I would make the I'm super sure quick. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure the mic picked up my laughter. <laughs> it sure did. Sure did. Uh so just a couple things. Uh first of all, Ravens check in. Uh we beat the Bears. Don't know exactly how that happened, but glad it did. <laughs> now we move on. Uh hopefully with Lamar feeling better here shortly. I don't uh, know that. Did, have you gotten any Chicago news stories today? Any Chicago news stories? Yeah. So Google Google just seems to suggest anything the Ravens are referenced in. And I've gotten a bunch of stories about how uh, this shows us how bad this Bears team really is. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but I'm I, like, oh, yeah, quarterback down, no running back. I used, okay. to, I used to enjoy – I, I kind of would like that, I guess, if, if I could get those news stories from time to time just because I used to like to listen to the opposing radio station when the Orioles would beat up on somebody. Like if the Orioles beat the Angels like 20 to nothing – I would listen online to the Angels Sports Red Network and listen to the fans call up and be like, this team sucks. I hate them. They lost two the things, goddamn Orioles. Two things that age your reference. One, <laughs> the Orioles were a good team, and they beat somebody 20-0. <laughs> two, you were listening to it on radio. Everybody's like, all right, Grandpa. Sure, yeah, I'm sure that was a good It was time. radio on the internet, though. It was actually. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah, I mean, like, it, uh, I would be if I was a Bears fan, I'd be fucking furiously pissed because <laughs> – uh, it was just they could have won that game easily could have won that game. Uh, they had everything going their way and their coach just gets in the gets right in the middle of it the way I've never seen anybody like uh, sometimes he rucks, you, in them. He rucks in them. And not even that. Sometimes you see a coach make a bad decision and you're just like, well, I can see how they think that would work out in their face. Like, you know, like you, you at least can. It's like it's dumb, but at least I know how they did it. Like I, I, <laughs> I don't agree with them, but I, I, I can see why you would call a timeout there. They call like a timeout on like, you know, like right before a fourth down play, so they could like talk about it, right? And then they came out, and then immediately false start, and then they punted. So they got rid of, they wasted the timeout for no good reason. Like they were thinking about whether or not they were going to go for it on fourth and one at the fifty, which it's, it's like. If you're gonna Here's go thing, for though, it, if it if it worked out, he looks like a genius. If they get the first, no false start. They look, he looks like a genius. I I just don't understand the like. Well, we're five yards back. Well, let's find, like we we already burned a timeout. Why not just go for it? Like, I I, I he he like 
<laughs> he lost his leverage and then he decided not to do the thing that he was going to do anyway. Like, I, I just don't, for the life of me, don't understand. Uh, I, at the very least, he could have gone up there and act like he was going to call a play and see if th- somebody on the defense jumped off sides. Like, yeah, you know, just yeah. <laughs> that could have worked, but they didn't even try that. So, I don't know. Like, I'm so uh, – I, I would be furious if I was a Bears fan just because that coaching staff is awful. Uh, and you know what? The Ravens uh, are not looking great, like amazing great, but somehow we're the second-best team in the AFC. Yeah, and uh, I think it's because, AFC North looking a little weak this season. Well, I mean, all the teams look good, like better. Like there's no, uh, there's no lions within the group or bears. The record, or, the <laughs> records look a little weak. I was expecting us to be, you know, in third by now with a uh, six and three record, but here we are. I mean, I I think the the Steelers are old. Like uh, Ben yeah. is old. Uh, yeah. He looks really old out there, but somehow he is also the 15th best quarterback in the league still like wait, wait, wait. I don't are under- we counting are we counting joe flacco in that because the jets have an elite <laughs> quarterback i just want to be sure he's in that ranking i mean you know it, it, it's a it's a week by week basis though that's the problem it's not joe flacco ah, all the okay. time so okay yeah just yeah. this past week yes of course joe flacco was the number two ranked quarterback on my board <laughs> all-time great quarterbacks right behind uh-huh. uh trevor simeon but uh oh yeah of course <laughs> Uh, and other, you know, last this last week was the the week of the dead. They they all came. Cam Newton's back, and Trevor Simeon. I wouldn't say Cam Newton's dead. Colt he McCoy, pretty alive. Uh, no, no, I, I didn't mean dead like realistic, like really dead. I meant dead like you know, like players who were not who you haven't heard of in a long time doing anything. All of a sudden, way, coming back and doing things. Cam going back to Carolina is uh, every. And not to talk about my relationship for a third time. Every girl I've ever dated where uh, I get nothing but like, you ain't shit. I don't need you. I'm doing real well in my life and I'm going to move on and be happy. And then like a month later, I get to like, hey, so how you doing? <laughs> hey, so my uh, new boyfriend, he tore his rotator cuff and he's out for the season. So uh... <laughs> turns out I kind of miss you. And I was thinking maybe you just maybe just come and work out. We'll just see how it uh, <laughs> see how it goes. And um, I mean, if we both feel comfortable with it, you know, I have all these drinks over here and I'm not going to drink them all. So I thought <laughs> I'm sober, bitch. All right. <laughs> maybe you want to come over and have a uh, have a Chardonnay with me. Ain't enough alcohol in the world. <laughs> that make me want to come over there and then it's like 2 a.m. and I'm like you up <laughs> I just I just feel like at the end of this the end of this football season somebody's going to win the story is going to be really great because all of them overcame some sort of adversity to get there uh, but I have no idea who it's going to be I don't know if it's going to be the Ravens or not this might be the year if you are feeling froggy to go to Vegas and just bet on some team that's like 30 to 1 to win I, win I really hope it's the Ravens because I want to see that. Listen, they overcame their quarterback having COVID seven times <laughs> in two years, and yet here they are in the Super Bowl. Twice, it's only twice. And you know, uh, last year we we never talked about it, but uh, Aaron Rodgers lied, and I, I heard somebody <laughs> somebody say like, "Well, fucking Lamar's not vaccinated, and he's gotten COVID twice." I'm just like, "Yes," but he told us to our face he's not vaccinated. <laughs> like he was just like, "No, I'm not getting it." Also, when what, he says what, what am I going to do to that? Like, if he just says he doesn't want it, then I, I can't tell him. To, like, I can tell him to get it, but he doesn't have to listen to me. Like, Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand. immunized, <laughs> and he is. He's had it a couple of times. That immunizes <laughs> you. 
<laughs> I don't get it. Especially you calling out cancel go like, oh, and then the woke mob came after me. I'm like, oh no, not the woke mob. <laughs> like <laughs> they came at me for my consequences. <laughs> like, well, here you are, consequences of my action that I, I should have <laughs> predicted. Just imagine if we had that excuse, like going back, like John Rocker, like <laughs> the woke mob is after me. After Listen, I said they that, threw the... batteries and beers at me. It's the woke mob. <laughs> after I talked about all the illegal immigrants on the subway speaking 90 different languages, and why don't you go back to where you lived? The woke mob came after me. <laughs> it way, used to don't, just be. Don't wish. Rocker has a Twitter. All right. We may end up hearing from him. I don't want to say anything. Good. Attack me, John Rocker. I, I look forward to the fight. I can't <laughs> wait to get fans that you have heard of us. I can't wait to get the voicemail from the three toothed man who tells me all about how full of shit I am. Wait, is your dad leaving voicemails? Now, <laughs> He's got. I'm just teeth. kidding. I'm just kidding. I know how many teeth he has. Uh, one last thing. This is super quick. Um, Carlos Correa was on a Spanish-speaking podcast this week and inferred that uh, Derek Jeter didn't deserve any of his gold gloves, which uh, is a proven fact. Uh, he didn't deserve any of the gold gloves. But, of course, uh, that statement... He's not a line, but he's right. <laughs> that statement came from Carlos Correa, who doesn't deserve the World Series that he got <laughs> because he... I'm like, uh Fucking all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we get this gift news cycle of people slamming Derek Jeter with... I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame at this point. Every every Yankee fan who's butthurt about me talking about how he can't play defense, like it's not going to take away the Hall of Fame. It's not going to take away the World Series. It's not going to take away any of that shit. Like it's just me saying that Derek Jeter was a terrible defensive shortstop, which is no true long, no long. because you could watch another shortstop in the same game and see whether or not <laughs> like it was there. It's amazing how literally no matter who was out there. Like as a shortstop on the other team, looks like an all star. Looks like, like an all star compared to Derek Jeter. I don't think there's no consequences, as shown by the fact that Carlos Correa is still playing baseball <laughs> after cheating his way to a World Series. All right, nothing can be taken away. It's all locked in. The rules are made up, and the points don't matter. Just like uh, I, here's here's where the story goes in the next week. Pete Rose gets involved. I'm just like <laughs> motherfucker. You are not. Why are you here? What did you? Okay, so first of all, why do you feel like you are the last honest man? (laughs) He honestly, what my argument if I'm Pete Rose is like, listen, Curry is still playing baseball. Jeter's in the Hall of Fame. The fuck, guys? Uh, I can't throw me a bone. Just put me on the ballot. See what happens. I just saw some song saying. You know what's funny about the whole Pete Rose thing? It's like Pete Rose, uh, the uh, Giamatti was the commissioner, and he seemed to want to be forgiven, forget about it. Wait, Paul Giamatti? No, Bart Giamatti. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember the name of the commissioner right after him. But uh, anyway, Giamatti died, and the commissioner who followed, Faye Vincent, uh, did not think of Rose in the same terms. So Rose thought like he was just going to like have his like bullshit little punishment for a little while, and then eventually he was going to be wel- welcomed back into baseball because uh, <laughs> Giamatti was all about him. And then all of a sudden he dies, and Faye Vincent's like, no, you're done. You're done from the league forever. Never want to hear your face again. It's like a like a Michael Flynn. Like he go, yeah. <laughs> goes to jail. He's like, oh no, don't worry. Part, Trump will pardon me. I just have to spend a little bit of time in jail to make it seem like I learned something. And then Trump yeah. will pardon me. And then Trump chokes on a hot dog. And <laughs> Pence is vice president or Pence is president now. 
And Flynn's like walking up, going like, "Hey, you know the other guy wanted to pardon me, so uh, how about it?" So it's like, mother, no, mother. Mother says it's not good to be pardoning people. You, so I'm not going to be pardoning. You me. broke the law. It's right here. It's in English. <laughs> so yeah, Listen, uh, <laughs> I think you're giving Mike Pence too much credit because he, you know, didn't invalidate the vote. So here's my favorite part about the Jeter Correa thing, uh, and you know, it's people are saying this is Derek Jeter's. Uh, inherent classiness, which we've talked about before. Uh, he's so classy, he ain't even going to talk about it. The other thing he didn't do is uh, stand up for himself at all. There is a way. Uh, uh, I think uh, most successful people, th- this will be surprising to people, most successful people, if you called them out directly to their face, they would crumble because it's d- deep within them, they fear that like somebody's going to call them out. Imposter syndrome. We all yeah, have it. imposter syndrome. So you think like you know, like oh, fucking Post Malone. He can take anything I say. You walk up to him and you're just like, you're the worst artist that's ever existed. And then he just like you know walks by and shrugs it off. But then he goes into his limo later and he's just like, maybe I am the worst fucking artist ever. You know, like maybe like Corey maybe I've be been discovered. Maybe maybe people have figured it out. And now this is the end. Uh, you know, Derek Jeter kind of answers that question like. Uh, I don't want to defend myself because maybe people have figured me out. <laughs> I don't want to look like I'm unaware of this. So uh, that's my favorite part. Watch it in the sense that Derek Jeter has just been discovered. Like Derek Jeter realizes that people have figured him out. And then he's answering that question like, well, I mean, like, I don't think I have to say anything about that, do I? <laughs> like, that's the best way to read his uh, his retort. Uh, I mean, so I will leave also, that to though- you. Just a, a note to Derek, uh, the best clapback as shown throughout history is for you to lean forward to the mic and be like, Carlos who? <laughs> oh, not aware. Not aware of this name. Sorry. Wait, uh, you Astros? Mean they- <laughs> Astros are good. Uh, I, the cheating Astros, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? I couldn't hear it over the sound of somebody banging a trash can loudly <laughs> off in the distance. And or like, sorry, my rings were clanking together and it uh, <laughs> muted everything else in the world. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. My thing? my four World Series rings have grown heavy and I've I must retire to the bedroom for a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, again, I, I I don't care other than the fact that people, uh, you you remember the whole conversation we we talked about Joe Flacco being elite before. You know why Joe Flacco wasn't elite? Because at no point did he have a wide receiver who you would describe as elite. No, at no point well, did he have like a number one with a bullet wide receiver. Also if genetics he did, and skill, but yeah. Sure. No, but he also had like eight different offensive coordinators yeah. <laughs> his first eight years in the league. He Like everything was going against him that he couldn't get an honest shot to look great. If he was, if Joe Flacco went to the Steelers and had Joe uh, Ben Roethlisberger's career instead, yeah. he would still be playing right now. He would still have the opportunity to be throwing to these, you know, hey, pro bowl wide receivers every single year. I don't know about all that because Ben's got uh, those knees where the strength is built <laughs> up from, you know, holding women down in bathrooms. So I don't know if Joe's got. Joe's the same also leg got strength. the neck, the neck problem from carrying around that great head of hair of his. <laughs> uh, but you know, like if Joe Flacco went to the Steelers, he would have Ben's career. Like they they weren't very yeah. different quarterback. It's not like Ben Roethlisberger has something inside of him that's super intrinsically more valuable than Joe it's opportunity you know J- Derek Jeter becomes famous because he hits a home run for the Yankees in the playoffs you know Aaron Aaron Boone did that 
That was the, literally the only thing he ever did in his entire career, and now he's managing the Yankees. Oh, one, big, yeah. one big home run in the playoffs sometimes is all it takes to take your career from just some guy who plays for your team to a legend of <laughs> the legend of baseball history. Derek okay, Jeter so did that. He hit home runs I, in his first playoffs, and he was beloved in New York for it, and they won a World Series, and then he's one of the biggest stars in Major League Baseball. If he played for the Royals or the Padres, he would have been eventually moved to second base because he couldn't hit, and then eventually he would be moved to an American League team where he'd be a DH. And if he was, you know, a 300 hitter that didn't get to 3,000 hits because he didn't play long enough and he didn't get to enough home runs because he didn't play long enough, didn't win any gold gloves because he wasn't a Yankee, would he be a Hall of Famer if he yeah. got drafted by the Padres and then did the last couple of years as a DH for the Royals? Like, it's just it's not the same thing. Like, So I'm putting together a plan in my head. Okay. We build a time machine. Go back <laughs> fix all these things. 96. Uh, or 90, 96, 95. <laughs> And um, just before the Orioles Yankees game, yeah, we we uh, we give the old Nancy Kerrigan to uh, Derek Jeter, <laughs> and then for good measure, we find that little shit Jeff, and we just kick his ass in the parking lot and tell him never to come back to a uh, a game. Is it Jeff Jeffrey? Yeah, Jeff- Jeffrey Mayer. Jeffrey Mayer. Yeah, we find him, and he'll be like twelve at the time, so it'll feel weird. But I just want you to channel your inner twelve year old after we've you know convict uh, done an armed assault on Derek Jeter in the locker room. You know what I'm. Um, a, you then know what I'm gonna do go instead. Yeah, I'm uh I'm going to when he when he goes up towards the fence to try and get it. Uh, when I go back in time for this thing, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to lift him so that he goes over the edge and falls onto the field. Uh, and then the home run will not have gone into the like we'll huh? see not only. Him on the field, but the home run hit off the wall and not be a home run. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll be so clear to everyone there because it didn't actually physically leave the ballpark that it wasn't a home run. Also, Uh, possibly, and then Derek Jeter's whole whole career is gone. Like there, that's it. He didn't hit that Uh, home run. Now he's a now he's just a mere a mere mortal. He's Chris Gomez. But wait, the butterfly effect. Uh, Jeffrey Mayer breaks his neck on the way down, and then. There's no January 6th uprising. It, Trump never happens. <laughs> this, uh, it sounds like it's getting better and better to me. <laughs> like, Tony Tarasco runs for governor of Maryland, wins because <laughs> he's the hero of the playoffs, and then uh, he runs for president in 2016. And now we have Tony Tarasco, two-term president uh, in 2021. People are people are thanking Tony for random inconveniences <laughs> in their life. All right. Well, I think we've done There's enough. Stickers of Tony Tarasco at the gas pump saying, "Like I did that." Like, yeah, that's. Uh, cool. You want to know? You want to know a website that is always appreciating Tony Tarasco? Where's that? Oh, the anthem.com. Corey, the anthem.com. Oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line four four three two one nine seven five nine five. What's that number again? Four four three two one nine seven five nine five. You can find me not at my website at the moment. Still working. <laughs> I- by the way, question for you: Do you know how? Do you know a website uh, company that allows you to do like interactive lists? Because like that seems to be the big, the one thing I, I mean, the one design idea I have that, that that I can't seem to translate to any of these website builders. Have you tried Squarespace? Squarespace is the perfect place to build <laughs> your website. No, I haven't. Uh, maybe if they gave us a little bit of cheddar, I would try it. Yeah, but I mean, we don't have to actually, uh, you know. Pay for it. <laughs> make a, make a Squarespace website. Yeah, I guess so. In <laughs> the meantime, Facebook.com forward slash Corey Baker Film at Legends of B5 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And, uh, yep, taking care of a baby. That's all I got going on right now. Wait, you said you're taking care of a baby, but I heard a screaming baby in the background. Where yeah, but now it? she's not anymore, so clearly she's been taken care of. 
<laughs> Wait, like, like, like taken care of? No, or? like, like loved and oh, oh, loved and taken care of. You know. Okay. All right. I I did. I thought maybe Roberto arrived home early from his trip. <laughs> I'm going to be very excited when he listens to this episode. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> six months from now, just like, yo, 398. The fuck? Like, wait, what are we talking about? 398. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. We'll be, we'll be like, which episode was that again? <laughs> anyway, you can find more of me at Robert and Chica on social networks, robertandchica.com. You can find links to all the stuff I'm working on. And of course, uh, the thing I'm working on most, twitch.tv forward slash Robert and Chic, where you can find me streaming Call of Duty Vanguard. And maybe some uh, Black Ops Cold War, maybe some Modern Warfare this week, um, especially because it's Thanksgiving week, which means uh, while everyone else is, uh, you know, celebrating family and all those things, I will be playing Call of Duty and then going to Target for two hours and then coming back and playing more Call of Duty. So <laughs> I'm Kukurius, A-N-K-O-U-K-E-R-Y-S on Activision and Robert and Chico on PlayStation. Uh, come play with me. It'll be great. Well, I think we've done good here today. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the Odin the Podcast. Part of the the Anthem Digital Network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. Fuck you, Derek Jeter. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't never been shit. I was going to throw in something else for Roberto, but it's okay. I'll tell him first. <laughs>